0: The easiest way to lose something is to take it for granted. Wow. Right? And and so the enemy doesn't have to actually take anything from you. If you just take it for granted, then you lose it. And so I always wanted to make sure that even in my business pursuits, even in everything else in my life that, like, my
1: family was
0: going to get more attention, more priority, more focus than everything else.
1: Yeah, I'm Rhett. And I'm Brandon. And we're we're the House Dads. Because we're dads who sell houses. But we're also husbands, business owners, sports freaks, Christians. Friends, marketing nerds, TV show bingers, and so many more things. Like so many of you, we're just trying to do it all. We're trying to do it well. And that's what we're here to talk about. Welcome back, guys. Episode 2 of House Dads Podcast. Uh, We are... As always, excited that you're giving us some of your time uh, to listen to see what we have to say. So just a little disclaimer of what the next couple of episodes are going to look like. We want you to know who the heck you're listening to. So we figured we would give a little insight on who we yeah. are as people, as business owners, to gain a little credibility with you. In uh, episode two, we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic, <laughs> which is Brandon Rishu, all about you, brother. Okay, well, here you're we go. You excited? Yeah, I mean, gonna... I
0: think this would probably... Could potentially be our longest podcast ever. <laughs> you love to talk about, it? yeah. Team? I mean, we
1: can. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm I kidding. get it. No, no we'll you right. uh, you are a great communicator, so I, I definitely understand uh, the natural <laughs> ability to to go go longer. Yeah, sometimes I uh, have that tendency. It's okay. You yeah. Know. No. So yeah, we are going to be talking all about you, brother. And uh, but I guess to start off, tell us about kind of uh, your upbringing and um, yeah, obviously you don't want to go into the depths of your childhood. Yeah, we'll bring out all the childhood, trauma. yeah, all right your childhood film, trauma. Right? We we this is a therapy set. <laughs> no, but just kind of give us a set the stage of where you kind of came from. Sure. and all that kind of stuff. So I grew up, um,
0: grew up in New Orleans, West okay. Bank, oh. Retina baby.
1: Oh yeah, so all my family
0: is from down there. Okay, New Orleans, Barataria Lafitte areas. My dad's side of the family and whatnot but uh grew up in new orleans had an awesome upbringing man i have unbelievable parents that's awesome mom and dad still blessed and thankful that uh they live right down the road from me but just unbelievable upbringing um grew up there with my grandma my grandma's lived with us our entire life as well and so grew up there in new orleans um about third or fourth grade we relocated my dad had been in the mortgage business forever okay and so he opened up an AmeriQuest Mortgage Branch in Greenville, South Carolina. AmeriQuest. Yeah. Lived there for a year and a half and then uh, moved back home. I say moved back home. This is what happened was my mom was born and raised in New Orleans, always lived there. And so to get a Louisiana girl out of Louisiana, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's I the whole deal. It's hard to get her out. Right. So dad said he was not coming back to New Orleans so we settled in denham springs denham baby. springs denham springs Next so, best option yeah, that's right, so we got close, but not all the way back, yeah. and the rest was history, man, junior high high school, all the way up through denham, still live here, yeah, and uh I have pretty deep roots, so you got denham. the l p roots l p baby i'm I'm like, are you an l p person I proudly claim l p love it, you know, but i uh like, I don't carry around a pocket knife. Like, it's that kind of... <laughs> we, we needed one earlier. It's so, that, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like it's uh-huh. that kind of LP. Failed us there. I
1: mean, I still wear skinny jeans. So, it's like, yeah. you know,
0: okay, that kind of LP. Yeah.
1: Know. So, what do you feel like your your current family dynamic? Uh, yeah. Unless I skipped ahead. Unless you had more. No, no, no. I mean,
0: okay. yeah. Coming up, I mean, uh, had a great family. And I uh, played high school football here at Denham and, and a lot of great relationships and things like that. Yeah. And I love Denham and high school and still connected and everything there and then i went to southeastern um when i was in school at southeastern met courtney my wife nice um had a friend invited me to a church camp and i'm a freshman in college and i was like bro i'm not going to church camp <laughs> like it just, it just in that phase and that season of my life just uh-huh. was not what i was interested in doing and uh, he's like man it's at the beach there's gonna be girls there i was like all right i'm in fine yeah, yeah. so yeah. end up going meeting my wife um really just getting back involved in church and rededicating my life to the Lord. And so started to meet and date her throughout college and I got a finance degree from Southeastern. So in the middle of that was interning around, doing different stuff, um, to figure out if I was going to sell insurance and investments for the rest of my life Love or yeah. <laughs> what I was going to do. Uh-huh. And, uh, my wife and I got married in 2014. How old were you? Do you know, uh, 22, okay. 22 young young girl. She was 21. Okay. And so, senior year of college, graduated, got married, and at that same time, when I'm graduating, trying to figure out what I'm gonna do next. And so we kind of figured out like, okay, am I gonna continue this finance route? Um, Am I gonna go into real estate? The only reason that even started coming up was because my dad, who had been in mortgage finance for years and years and years, had just started residential real estate brokerage. Right. So man, you ought to get your license. I was like, well, you know. Again, I love my parents. It's like, but being in business with dad, like, do I want to do yeah, that? You that's, know, That's a dynamic to think about. And so I got my license just to have it. Um, Courtney and I are talking about starting a family and all these different things. And I'm also evaluating and wondering, um, with this finance degree, I just went to school for four years. Like, how am I putting my finance degree actually to use selling real estate? Right. So when Courtney and I got married in August of 2014, I had three jobs. I was still working with the internship that I was doing. hmm Selling life insurance and some investments and things like that. Just had my real estate license, just getting that ball rolling. And then I was doing some manual labor, installing glass windows, baby. Wow. So, yeah, all those fog panes and things yeah. like that. I have a lot of experience on replacing those there windows. There you go. You know? Okay. Just trying to make ends meet
1: because yeah. Courtney was still in school. She was nannying,
0: all those different things.
1: Man, that's a stressful time of, of anyone's life, I feel like, trying to figure out where the heck yeah. am I going to go. Yeah, you it's know? insane.
0: Yeah, like that graduation phase or just stepping out of school, whatever it is, and like, okay, wait, I have to figure out. Yeah, a you feel
1: the you feel the pressure of having to have it all figured out. That's right. Right. That's
0: right. Yeah. 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 So what what it looked like was we got married in August, had my first closing in real estate the week after we got back from our honeymoon. And uh, you know, it was awesome. I felt like okay, well this this is something that I could see myself doing. Yeah. I just didn't know how I would possibly be able to provide for my wife. Quite yeah. frankly. Like off of this eat what you kill type of deal, right. like uh, there's no consistency. I didn't, I didn't right. know when a paycheck would come, so I continued just working nine to five installing glass windows, yeah. and then also slinging insurance and what on the side. But I just realized I had to kind of go ahead and put aside the fact that, uh, you know, I spent four years doing this finance stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I don't want to move. I don't want to go work at Edward Jones or yeah. an investment firm. Shout Man, to hopefully dude. we don't get a. Sponsorship yeah. offer from, from Edward Jones. We, we do
1: support Edward Jones. I've
0: <laughs> 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 got friends that work at Edward Jones, but like that was one of the job offers I got, and it yeah. was just like, okay, wait, this is just not what I want for my future. Yeah. I want some flexibility. I want I want I want the uh, an unlimited amount of opportunity to mm-hmm. create income for myself and things like that. So it, it just wasn't the direction I wanted to go. And so uh, for the next couple of months, had a couple other closings, and at the end of 2014, going to 2015, I was like, hold up, hold up. I saw the money I made in real estate, mm-hmm. the no money I made in installing <laughs> glass windows, yeah. the no money I did in insurance and investments. And I was like, I got to go all in yeah, on this thing. And so uh, after 2015, it was all in.
1: All okay. in. Was that like a conversation you had to have? With, yeah, it was uh, a with conversation
0: Gordon. with myself and then some other people yeah. in the office. Like, man, you're going to quit playing or what? Yeah. And, uh, and that was it. And mm-hmm. it was a faith walk too. You know, I, man, real estate taught me a lot about my faith and, being able to trust God to provide mm. um, to be a good steward yeah you know what I mean that's the thing it's like okay he's given me talents he's given me connections and relationships and abilities but to steward what he's given to trust it and, and to work it yeah and it works well
1: yeah so and you've been in the business how long now the math? so it's in 2014
0: so my goodness yeah
1: well and, you I remember you had a, you had a pretty quick start like right? yeah. good successful start as yeah far for as, sure like, once Brandon hit the scene full-time I remember yeah you you hit it so how do you feel like you kind of what sparked the, the growth? Like how'd you kind of grow your business? Yeah, I'll tell you, it was the discipline for sure. I remember my first year full time <clears> in 2015.
0: <throat> I, I did incredibly well in my own eyes, sold you a know, good bit of houses, like six million in volume first year out, just rocking and rolling. That's awesome. And, uh, and you know, I'll say some of it was lucky. Like it was just happenstance. Like mm-hmm. I happened into a few deals that, that just worked out well. And I kind of rested on that. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget in 2016, I went uh, the first four months of the year with no closing because I took Courtney on like three trips. We were gone somewhere for Thanksgiving, twice in December, and I I just didn't learn the discipline of continue to refill my pipeline, continue to work hard, continue to discipline myself. And so really my business shifted in 2016. I got lucky in 2015, I'll be honest with you. And then in 2016, I realized the commitment that it actually took. You know, regardless if I had anything scheduled, I was gonna show up and I was gonna work and I was gonna put in the effort. And then from 2016 till about 2018, I really just continued to do what I could to master and focus on my business and learning real estate, learning the ins and outs of that as well, and uh, then transitioning into more of a managing, and uh,
1: I got my broker's license and took over as a social I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Because I remember you said the 2016, 2018. This is a sidebar, and I think I've told you this before, but fun fact... <laughs> I actually did not like
0: Brandon. <laughs> I think I never you know you know I'm talking about. This, I kind of So did. 2016 is, is what hit it for me. Yes, yeah. 20. Yeah.
1: Uh, so this is the time where even <laughs> in my career, where it's early on, every single client mattered, right? Which they, obviously they still, still matter yeah. now. But Shout out, yeah. You put a lot of eggs in, in baskets <laughs> right. of clients and relationships right. and friends of ours sold. No, they bought a house yeah. with Brandon, not <laughs> me. And I was like who who is this freaking dude and i had a grudge and that's like the early yeah. years where you're just you're you're insecure yeah, for and sure. you're trying to find that uh that calling and stuff but yeah i remember like not not like yeah. that yeah so it's funny fast forwarding now here we are doing a podcast yeah thing, how so. about that yeah. yeah so that's sidebar. i <laughs> uh yeah. I'll tell you what it's really like inside the, the so yeah yeah exactly cut you off there you're getting kind of no, no, ethereal no, no. Broker role? Yeah,
0: yes. so I got my broker's license as soon as I could. <coughs> was licensed in 2014, so four years later, got my broker's license in 2018. And just kind of started acting as our associate broker for our brokerage. Okay. And uh, taking on some more training stuff, training some of our new agents, and uh, facilitating some of the staff training that we did. And then um, that evolved for still continuing to focus on my individual sales, continue to push that, continue to push that, continue to push that. To whereas now serving as a uh, sponsoring broker and broker and owner of our company, my dad's been removed kind of from the day to day for the last you know
1: two or three years. Yeah. So as the time went, your role kind of grew. Yeah. It grew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. awesome. So I, I'm backtracking a little bit too, but sure. like, what would you say you contribute? You may have already said it, but your your growth to like, is there one thing? Is there two things? Is it just?
0: Yeah, I would say it's twofold. I think the first thing was realizing, and my dad had always told me this, and I'm sure it's you know. Uh, it's from some good business author like Zig Ziglar or something like yeah. that. But he said, if you would be the toughest boss on yourself that you'd ever have, then you'd be the richest employee that you'd ever have. Love it. You know, so I wanted the unlimited ability to produce and provide for my family, and also have the freedom and flexibility to do things I'm passionate about, like yeah. ministry and and, mm-hmm. and all the things that you know I'm called to do in other areas. And so I wanted the best of both worlds. But initially, I uh, wanted all of it without the actual effort to get in and that's what I try and teach our people now and and would tell anybody is that when you're starting any kind of business and especially in real estate, like you expend most of the energy getting it started. It's like the jet plane expending 90%, 95% of its fuel on takeoff. It's getting it off the ground. And so initially in those early years, I felt like it would be putting in more time and not producing the same amount of results to where in the future or or today, Mm -hmm. you know, you. Not that I'm putting in less time, that we're still grinding, we're still hustling and things like that, but you have, you're reaping the fruits of the seed that you planted five and six and seven
1: years ago. Exactly. So
0: that, along with coupling the responsibility of having a wife that you want to take care (laughs) of and and she's teaching and she's doing these things and you want her to start staying home. So it was some increased responsibility too, right. and so I wanted to retire her early and get her at home with our boys. Yeah. You know that's part of it too. You know we had Maximus and then who's, who's now four and Lucas who's two. My what two a little boys. Name by the way, don't Maximus. you love that? Shoot, See, I'm look tell you the type of swing that I took <laughs> at Courtney early on. What do you think about Maximus? Yeah, no, pain? I'm telling you, it was one of our first dates. Really, I was oh, obsessed right out the gate. Okay. with Gladiator. Uh-huh. Still to this day. <laughs> I mean the best movie of all time. That's pretty good. Like, are you not entertained? Yeah. The whole deal. Like, it's Russell Crowe's amazing uh-huh. in that, and so it's just one of my favorite movies of all time. But um, I told her, and I think we might have watched Gladiator early on. I just threw her right in the midst of it. Like, we're watching hey, hey, this. This is what I'm about. Yeah. Like it. so. What do you think? I always want to name my son Maximus. <laughs> She's like, ah, okay. Ooh, okay. Now, when it came back around. She's pregnant. I'm like, here we go, here we Maximus. Go. You remember time. that time? Yeah, Maximus. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, like I, yeah. But I got you sidetracked
1: uh, yeah. side there, no. but Maximus, powerful name. That's right. It is. Um, <clears throat> I guess what, what does your business look like now? Like, are you? Do you feel like you're pretty much fully into a managerial role? Or are you still selling yourself? Obviously, yeah. It, it's a combination of the plate. two,
0: for sure. Yeah, I do have a lot on our plate, a lot on my plate. Um, be honest with you, though, I really wouldn't any, would it want it any other way. Yeah, I really wouldn't. That's awesome. Um, But it is a a combination. It's a mixture. Um, I mean, now I get to take care of my past clients, um, my friends, my family through referrals and whatnot. And then what I'm helping do in this season of my life is the business – by no means have I had it figured out. But the business that I've been able to produce over the last several years – is to help as many people duplicate that as possible. So trying to create that same thing for our agents now. Yeah. And then also, you know, the other passions in, in businesses that, you know, God's put on my heart and, and wanting to develop and and, uh, and to go into. And that's one thing. So I, I serve as the, the student pastor okay.
1: at our church. You had another thing on your plate. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: yeah. And, and, and so, um, you know, it's the old youth pastor joke. You know, nobody would do it if they weren't called to do it. Right. Like hanging out with a bunch of high schoolers. <laughs> But no, I love it. I right. remember, you know, youth pastors growing up that made massive impacts on my life. Mm. And so if I could do that for somebody and my wife, she takes so much of that responsibility to where I can kind of show up and just hang out and preach yeah. and, and invest in them. So she does the behind the scenes with that. But so so it really is now in this next season of my life, um, I say it like I'm getting old. I guess I am getting old. Getting I don't see any gray hairs yet. No, nah, not whites in the beard. That's okay. where it's happening. Okay. But anyway uh this next season of my life is helping as many people as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean just kind of okay I feel like I don't have it figured out by any means but some track record of success how do we help other people do that as well.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So you've you're you're obviously pretty strong in like multitasking yep. and putting a lot on your plate. So but I'm going to put you on the spot and like oh, what, what are some what are some weaknesses you feel like? Weaknesses. Um I would say to preface We're not coming from a standpoint of, like, we know everything. No. We're we're bringing you along the journey of, like, we're trying to figure it out, too. Yeah. Uh, So I feel like talking about the weaknesses is a thing a lot of of people don't do.
0: Weaknesses, man. Overcommitting. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) You know, uh, overcommitting. And I think, you know, it sounds cliche and it sounds simple, but, like, a lot of times I think when we overcommit, you know, what it does is it, uh, even if we can fulfill and follow through with our commitment, if we don't do it with our best, then it's just... A half half effort, yeah, and so I think overcommitting, and so learning to tell people no—that actually my no is more important than a yes, yeah, you know—and so uh, learning that a lot lately, and that being one of my weaknesses. Um, but I think also too, um, and I think this goes along with that, is a delegation and trusting people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, trusting people and really being able to delegate tasks and say, you know what, I. The whole if Somebody can do something. People say different percentages, but if somebody can do something fifty percent as good as you, let them do it and figure right. out the rest. I'm like maybe eighty <laughs> <80%?" Yeah>, percent. <laughs> just trying to up that a little bit. Yeah, like, can we go to eighty percent and then turn it over to them? Right. So learning to delegate, learning to trust, overcommitting, um, some of those
1: things, I would say. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're not overcommitting to a podcast. We're committing to Facts. a podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Just put that out yeah, there. I want to see something through. Yeah. Always. Awesome. Love yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like, what's your family life like? It's like amazing, you, uh, man. It's insane. Like, I love it, and
0: I can't wait to get into talking about your family and everything like that, too. But, um, and it seems cliche or whatnot, but it fuels everything that I do. Yeah, like I think about if my life was different, and I'm like, I just don't know that I would have the motivation to do what I do in business and in other things without the motivation of my family. Yeah, and and that's one of the things that we'll talk about here, you know, throughout the rest of our time doing this podcast. But like, is that I don't want to. This is something that um, my pastor's pastor, my pastor's dad used to always say, and it stuck with me from a young age, he said, most, the easiest way to lose something is to take it for granted. Wow. Right? And, and so the enemy doesn't have to actually take anything from you. If you just take it for granted, then you lose it. Yeah. And so I always wanted to make sure that even in my business pursuits, even in everything else in my life, that like my family was going to get more attention, more priority, more focus than everything else. Yeah, Because it's the most important thing to me. Yeah, like Why would I be even chasing and pursuing all these things in business if it wasn't for them? Right. And so my boys, man, are insanely active. Love it. Like they don't shut off. <laughs> like it's just insane, but I love it. Uh-huh. You know, we just got back from Disney and it was, we both did that around yeah. the same time. And like, uh, I remember texting you about your experience and like, what's the tips and stuff uh-huh. before, but like just spending time with them, making yep. these memories where, you know, you have those core memories. I'm like, man, I want to just inject as many core memories that they remember with their dad. Yeah. Whether it's just Disney or whether it's playing superheroes on the couch at home. Yeah. And then like Courtney, she truly is my, uh, she's my rock, man. And I know it's it's just like at the end of a day, sitting in the bed with her, um, not watching a show or nothing, but just talking about our days mm-hmm. is the best part of my
1: day every day. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, obviously half of the name of our podcast is dads, house dads. Right. So uh, we'll we'll absolutely, I'm sure, touch more on as future episodes, you know, about dynamics of parenting and like the struggles, yeah, yeah. the wins, the fails. Right. So. Uh, But, man, that's awesome. Do you – anything else worth mentioning, you feel like, as far as the people, what the people need to know? Yeah, like I said, I could go on. Yeah, and we will (laughs) over the next, you know, (laughs) Cyberman podcast. I'm kidding. There's really not that much to talk about No, everyone loves talking about Brandon Rishi, man. Not that much, man. I'm just
0: excited to um, continue to
1: help some folks out. Um, and hopefully this podcast will do that. I believe that it will. Love it. Yeah, love it. So, uh, well, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening as we're wrapping up. Um, you know, we're just starting this thing, so if you get any value from this, of course, we're we're learning each other, right? Yeah. We didn't necessarily give you much value, but we're giving you. I feel like we're giving credibility. That's know? right. We're giving yeah. you a reason. Uh, you're hearing our stories of what we have gone through, what we're going through, and where we want to go. Right? We didn't really touch much on like future goals sure. and aspirations but we'll get i think there. we can uh, we can talk about that uh in the, in the near future so all i'd say if you would just share this with someone uh sharing the, the po- a podcast clip or just the, just a mention that would go leaps and bounds for, for us. sure yeah, bit. As, yeah. we, as we try to grow so can't wait to talk i can't wait to talk about myself next episode is by myself but <laughs> you're either excited way, about it yeah i just can't to wait to talk about myself but no I we're excited too. for the future episodes if you have topics in the meantime you want to hear about yeah. by all means let us know reach out Uh, But yeah, thanks for listening.